Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with spring break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented, as always, by DraftKings. Most of you know me. If you're new, hey, welcome to the family. Welcome to 2024. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams seven years ago. Now I got some pretty cool media gigs. I do games on television for CBS, on the radio nationally for Westwood One, which I really enjoy. A bunch of different podcasts. Already posted the College Draft Podcast and my Monster Monday for this week where I go over really the only thing you need to take away from any NFL game in 25 minutes or less. That's the deal, right? Your daily NFL content, audio, video, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL in 25 minutes or less to make sure you're ready for your day. You know everything that's going on. In the NFL, although we might actually touch on college a little bit today as well. Even Money Betting Podcast, super popular. We will discuss today as well. We will have new Spread the Word winner this week via social media. Listen, I love sending you guys these signed press passes that other people don't have. So you can see what they look like and show them to people. All you have to do is like rate and review the show anywhere. And then email to me, ross at rosstucker.com. You had a great chance to win. I don't get that many of them. Sponsor confirmation email winner, same thing. Not that many people actually email. And like, if you guys only knew how good of a chance you had to win, I feel like a lot more of you would do it. Take advantage of any sponsors you hear on the show. Heck, even if you're just drinking a Labatt Blue Light. And then email it to me, ross at rosstucker.com. I mentioned YouTube. I do a video every week, youtube.com slash NFL. For whomever subscribes, hits the thumbs up, it's free, and then just comments on any video. Patron of the day, Toby Markham, patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross. Well, we don't really have much of a big show, do we, today? It's just right into the power ranking, is that correct? Well, before we get right into the power rankings, I actually want to talk a little bit 
about the college football playoff semifinals last night because they were awesome. They were absolutely awesome. And we'll have time, plenty of time for the power rings. But, I mean, first of all, I didn't care at all who won either game. And it's how I usually am, to be honest with you. I just wanted close, competitive games. And that is exactly what we got. I mean, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Close, competitive games. Both of them. The Rose Bowl between Michigan, Alabama. The Sugar Bowl between Texas, Washington. I always wonder, I really don't know the answer to this, how many of you watched those games? Because there's a lot of people that are just pro football people. A lot of people are just college football people. A lot of people, they have like a primary, and then they're a little bit into the other one, but it's very, very secondary. That's like kind of foreign to me. I'm kind of all in on both. You know, I already said I love when it's a big game that it ends up being a close game. I love it. A couple of other thoughts I had from the first game, Michigan-Alabama. The long snapper for Michigan had a couple bad snaps, including a low one on the second extra point for Michigan. And it caused them to not be able to get the, the, the kickoff. So it was 13-7 when it should have been 14-7. This is the way my mind works. All I wanted, I, I still didn't care who won the game, but I didn't want that bad snap to be the difference in the game, that one point, which it could have been. The game went to overtime because I didn't want that kid to have to live with that for the rest of his life, right? Like, I didn't want that to be hanging over. Because that that's real, man. Like, people would remember his name. They would remember that. So I'm glad he doesn't have to live with that and that Michigan was able to win it in overtime. Because once it went to overtime, then it could have been the difference in the game. And I don't know, Jack, how you feel about it. I love college overtime. I love, get the ball to 25, both teams get the ball, you go back and forth. There's a lot of people that really don't like it. They don't like that you get to start at the 25, you know, they don't think it's natural to football. I guess they want the kicking game to be, they, they want a kickoff, but kickoffs are so immaterial now with so many touchbacks that that, I don't really understand that, that argument. Then in the Sugar Bowl, what jumped out to me there the play callers. I mean, whether it's Ryan Grubb or Kalen DeVore for Kalen DeVore for Washington, Sarkeesian for Texas, just very creative, very impressive, and showing the value that it creates when you've got guys that are ahead of the defense. When you got guys that are creative and can come up with schemes like that, it makes a big difference. Penix, the quarterback for Washington was just fantastic. And he has been all year long. Absolutely fantastic. And the two undefeated teams stayed undefeated. Michigan and Washington, which makes for what should be an awesome game next Monday. Clock management was one of the other things that jumped out to me. Certainly late in that Sugar Bowl game. As good as those guys were from a play calling standpoint, not quite as good from the clock management late in the game. By the way, speaking of management, Jack, now that we're starting 2024, 
a lot of people, they have New Year's resolutions. They want to get this done in their house. If you're like most people looking to fix up one of your rooms, like the bathroom, especially the shower space, you got to talk to my friends at westshorebath.com to schedule your free design consultation at a time that's convenient for you. Haven't talked to you guys about them in a while. Huge fan of the two showers. We got one's just a shower, one's a shower tub. They came at like 8 o'clock at night to meet with my wife to go over what she wanted. And then they got the whole thing done. Two showers in a day. It's amazing. Easy, affordable, to completely remodel your bath with their New Year's savings event. Very, very cool. Just check out the online reviews. These guys kill it. Again, that's westshorebath.com to lock in New Year's savings from West Shore Home. Westshorebath.com. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Now we will get into the power rankings. We'll start 32, the Washington Commanders. It's neck and neck between them and the Panthers coming down the stretch here as to who the worst team is, Jack. Neck and neck. Panthers are giving it everything they can with that putrid performance against C.J. Beathard in Jacksonville. But we'll see. There's a lot on the line for the Panthers and Commanders here in Week 18. Speaking of which, 31st is the Carolina Panthers. Just when you think that maybe they took a step forward and Bryce Young took a step forward against the Packers, they go completely in the other direction. Not good at all. Not at all with the way they played against Jacksonville. I mean, I just, I don't know how that happens. They go from scoring 30 points to shutout and abysmal. 30 is the Los Angeles Chargers. San Diego, Super Chargers, San Diego, Chargers. So here's where you're at, right? We are, we are down here where this is where changes are coming, right? Panthers have already fired their coach. Chargers have already fired their coach. Commanders are going to fire their coach. You're in the bottom here. That's, that's, that's what we're talking about. 29 is Tennessee Titans. You know, I wonder, it hasn't been talked about very much, and I don't think he would be, but this year's been bad enough for the Titans that it makes me wonder a little bit whether or not Mike Vrabel could be a a surprise firing in Tennessee. I think he's a really good coach. Obviously, he's a former teammate of mine, but this is not good. I mean, where, where they're at right now is not good. That was a really poor performance against the Houston Texans. 28 is the Arizona Cardinals. They moved up three spots with that impressive performance against the Eagles where they really dominated the Eagles in every way. I mean, in every way, they were the better team. They deserved to win that game. 27, New England Patriots. Again, we're down where there's going to be changes. And I think everybody... Really curious to know what those changes end up being in New England. Sounds like Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick are going to have to sit down and just see how they both feel about things. 26 is the New York Jets. 
J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Very disappointing season, and I would say especially disappointing because they have a lot of skill position players. They have the defense where they could have at least been competitive. And I know Rodgers got hurt, but they could have had a better chance to be in the mix until the end. There's a lot of other teams that had their quarterbacks go down, like Cleveland or whatever, Cincinnati, whatever, that were still in the mix till the end. The Jets really have not been. 25 is the New York Giants. The G-Men. They have played decently these last couple games. I think everybody's curious to see what changes, if any, they make coming off of a year before where they won a road playoff game, which was really impressive. 24 is the Denver Broncos. Well, we know they're going to have a new quarterback. The question is how it all goes down with Russell Wilson. I think he has a no-trade clause. So why would he accept any trade? I mean, it doesn't make sense to him. He's just going to make the Broncos cut him before his injury guarantee kicks in. There's no reason for him whatsoever to to waive that trade clause. Now he can be a free agent and get the $39 million, I think it is, guaranteed from the Broncos. Yikes. 23 is the Atlanta Falcons. They're not a bad team. I mean, they still have a chance, like a legitimate chance to win that division. If the Bucs lose to the Panthers, unlikely, and the Falcons beat the Saints, entirely possible, the Falcons still win the NFC South at 8-9, and nine, which would really be pretty wild. Speaking of wild, Jack, it's wild to me that some people, while they're watching football, don't order DoorDash. Make it easy on yourself. Just order it on DoorDash. Now you can root for your squad while your food and drinks are on the way. So that means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more delivered straight to your door. And you know what? While you're at it, do what I did yesterday. If you saw my social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends or yesterday for me, my family, and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. 22nd is the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings kind of limp into the finish. You know, they at least, again, are another team where even though their quarterback went down very early, they were at least in the mix until the end. And they did it with multiple quarterbacks, Dobbs and Mullins. But they just weren't able to get it done these last few weeks. Mullins turned it over too much. 21st is the New Orleans Saints. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. So the Saints had a terrific win over the Bucks, but they still need help. They still need the Bucks to lose to the Panthers, and they need to beat the Falcons. I'm not sure about all the different wild card scenarios, but clearly they need to beat the Falcons and get that ninth win. 20th is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Still didn't really change how I feel about them. I don't know that I feel like they're that much better or back on the right track just because they beat the Panthers. But if they win, they have the tiebreaker over the Texans and the Colts. So if they win, they're in. 19, Cincinnati Bengals. Who day? Who day? Who day going to beat them Bengals? 
they had all the momentum with those three straight Browning wins and then went to Pittsburgh, got smashed, not able to get done against the Chiefs, and they have been officially eliminated. Hopefully better times ahead when they get Burrow back. 18th is the Bears. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. They're playing, it's kind of under the radar. They're playing really well right now. I mean, I saw them firsthand, but just watching them preparing for that game on Sunday, you know, they've won five of their last seven. Their two losses, Jack, they were up double digits in the fourth quarter against both the Browns and Lions, who have already clinched playoff berths. And think about this. Think about if Mooney just catches that Hail Mary against the Browns. I think the Bears would be right there in the thick of the playoff race. They obviously have decisions to make at head coach and quarterback, but they're they're finishing very strong. 17th is the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, that means Sunday's matchup between the Packers and the Bears has a spot likely in my top 15 power rankings on the line. What could be more significant than that? And that game matters. I think the Packers are in the playoffs right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that are. is amazing. So now, since the Bears aren't going, the next best thing is to knock the Packers out. Kind of like the Lions did last year. Remember when the Lions knocked out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the Sunday night game? That's exactly what the Bears are going to try to do to the Packers. That's actually a, a juicy, fun game I'm looking forward to. 16 is Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. They've been officially eliminated. You know, this is when it gets tough. I'm not sure the Raiders are really better than the Packers or the Bears right now. These teams are all kind of jumbled together, but they still want to finish strong to make sure that they keep Antonio Pierce as the head coach. Pretty good comeback, I would say, against the Colts last week. 15, speaking of which, Indianapolis Colts. And they have a showdown on Saturday night against the Texans where the winner's in decent shape, I think, for the wild card. And obviously right there to win the division in case the Jaguars lose, which I don't think the Jaguars are going to lose to the Titans, but I would never put anything past Vrabel and, and Tennessee. 14, Seattle Seahawks. Man, they, you know, they, they were kind of living dangerously with those close losses or close wins against the Eagles as well as against the Titans. But they just, their defense, not able to slow down the Steelers, just not good enough, quite frankly, on that side of the ball. That's kind of been one of the main stories, I would say, for the Seahawks this year. Their defense has been really disappointing, especially after they got Leonard Williams. 13, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks stop here. So I only dropped them a couple spots. That was a surprisingly bad performance against the Saints. They've been playing really well. They had won four in a row. I think Todd Bowles came out and said, listen, we couldn't have beaten anybody with the way we played in that game. Couldn't have beaten a high school or a college team. I suspect they'll bounce back against the Panthers with a lot on the line. But sometimes, you know, Sometimes teams, like, the, the pressure gets to them and they go against a team that has nothing to lose and it goes the wrong way. 12 is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. 
the Steelers, they were, a couple weeks ago, they were 24th. And now two big wins where they win in convincing fashion, put up 30 points with Mason Rudolph, and now they're back up to 12. It's unbelievable what the Steelers are able to do at the end of every year. It's like, it's like they do this to tease their fans. It's crazy. 11, Houston Texans. Well, the Texans moved up several spots, and I think that's primarily because they're just a much different, better team when they have C.J. Stroud. They, they just are. I mean, they're a much different, better team when their rookie quarterback's there, and they, they took it out on the Titans in a major way. 10 is the Los Angeles Rams. And I believe you and I were talking about this, I think yesterday, Jack, I believe they're locked in to the sixth seed, which is why some people think that they might rest some people against the Niners. I don't think the Packers or the Seahawks or the Saints can catch them even with a loss. So because of, is it their conference record maybe? Well, they would be tied on the conference record. I don't yeah. know. So per USA Today, they would be the if they win, they're the sixth seed. But if they lose and then the Packers beat the Bears, they would be the seventh seed. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think they want to be the seventh seed. So I think they'll play their guys. That's interesting. Thank you, Jack, for being on top of that. You got a ninth is Kansas City Chiefs. They got a win, a much-needed win. I don't know that I feel that much differently about them. They were able to generate some big plays. They won the division. But I'm still not sure I think that they're better than these teams ahead of them right now. I mean, they were still losing, what, 17-14, 17-13 in the second half of that game to the Bengals at home. Eight is the Cleveland Browns. How about that? The Cleveland Browns. And they are locked into the five, right? Yeah, because the um, Ravens won the con- won the conference and the division. So yeah, Cleveland's locked in five. I always think that that's an interesting discussion because to me it's like, do you want to have the momentum going into the postseason and keep it going so you play your guys to get a 12th win, to continue the positive vibes, or do you rest guys to make sure they don't get hurt in a game that doesn't affect your seeding. Although, what if the Bills beat the Dolphins? Because then the Browns and, and Dolphins would both have 11 wins. I I just read that they're locked into that five seed, no okay. matter what. So they would have the, it's probably conference record then. Yeah, because they're eight and three. And then the Dolphins would have a fifth loss in conference. Good call. Seventh, Philadelphia Eagles. Dropped them a couple spots. That was really stunning. I mean, the more I think about that game, the fact that they were thoroughly dominated. You know, it's one thing to lose a game like that, Jack, where it's like fluky and you had turnovers that didn't go your way and fumbles, kind of like some of the things that happened against the Giants. There was nothing fluky about that Eagles loss at all. Not at all. Six, Miami Dolphins. They're, they're taking on a lot of water with these injuries. They're, they're in a bad spot. 
Now Bradley Chubb, torn ACL. He's done. I mean, to lose Connor Williams, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, I mean, they lost both of their edge rushers. Going to be very tough for them to make a run here in the postseason. I don't see that happening. Fifth is Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Lions, I think, have a chance to make a run. Uh, They're still frustrated. I like what Dan Campbell said about the fury moving forward. I'm actually going to write about the process of reporting as eligible and that play uh, for my column today at the 33rd team. So be on the lookout for that on my social media at Ross Tucker NFL or just Google Ross Tucker 33rd team. Fourth, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Man, do they have to love the Arizona Cardinals. To get the two seed, more than likely, instead of the five, I mean, a home, now maybe two home playoff games, not have to play on, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable how much that Cardinals win means for the Cowboys. Three, it's Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills have won four straight And they're still holding tough at number three with a a gigantic game against the Dolphins. If they lose that game, Jack, they could still miss the playoffs, which is just insane to think the third team in my power rankings could miss the playoffs. Two, San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco Niners. Not quite the same ring to it. They, uh, McCaffrey's not going to play. They'll rest other guys as well. They're locked into the number one seed. Ross's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is? And number one is the Baltimore Ravens. Kind of hard to argue with that at this point, right? I mean, the Ravens have the best record in football. They beat the second best team, the Niners, on the road. Pretty convincingly, Ravens can also rest their guys against the Steelers on Saturday. I would expect them to do that because the Steelers are going to come out, you know, flying around trying to get that 10th win and clinch the playoffs. Other than that, power rankings was awesome. Even money today. Check that out. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. Love me some MyFrontPageStory.com. Just like I love, love, love. BackOfficeScheduler.com. SteakhouseSports.com, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, and Pizza Boy Brewing.